Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Our WTMJ Cares Initiative underway in support of Special Olympics Wisconsin. The hard part's still ahead. Three, two, one. Hit it, Makes me cold thinking about it. Taking the polar plunge into Lake Michigan later this month. That sound from my first plunge I took years ago. You sign up, you raise a whole bunch of money through supporters, and then you jump into a pool or a half-frozen lake somewhere here in Wisconsin, which is what we're going to be doing on the 18th. Sounds great, I buddy. said we. Yeah, I told you I'd do it with yeah, you. We can, I mean, you don't have to commit fully right now. <laughs> I, I heard you say it, but if... If you want to back out, that's okay. I always have wanted to say I've done it. I okay. just have never done it. Good. Well, President and CEO of Special Olympics Wisconsin, Chad Hirschner, joined us on the program. Once they come out of the water, the sense of accomplishment, joy, we did this, has been just so amazing. See, sense of accomplishment and joy, you'll yeah. have, Eric. Yeah. I don't know that that was my experience. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm more worried about cold. getting out. Yeah, that's the thing. Going is okay, especially if it's not, you know, if it's not a terribly cold day. You're hanging out. You're having a good time. It's it's the coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we're inviting you to join our cause here with the WTMJ CARES team. You can text the word CARES, 855-616-1620. We'll send you the information. We'd love you to have uh, jump along with us. Milwaukee's Lakefront, March 18th. Or you can stay warm and dry, donate to our plunge efforts, and make it worth our while. Uh, Chad Hirschner, again, reminding us Special Olympics is about a lot more than sports. They may not be aware of all of the free health screenings, and our Healthy Athletes Program and the work we do there to help our athletes improve their health and wellness, too. You know, a question I get a lot, too, because I volunteered for some 20 years and served on our board of directors for Special Olympics. It's also not just for kids. And our youngest athlete is two, and our oldest athlete is 94. So (laughs) we serve the whole continuum of ages. I think some people might think Special Olympics is just for kids, or is there a role for me, and I'm in my 30s. Yes, there is. You know, we have 19 different Olympic-style sports serving all ages and all abilities. And some of our Special Olympics athletes, as you heard Chad say, they compete their entire lives as part of our programs for Special Olympics in Wisconsin. Chad Hirschner, President and CEO of Special Olympics Wisconsin, would love your support. Text the word CARES, 855-616-1620. Join us in the Polar Plunge. WTMJ CARES, proudly supported by Gruber Law Office's We're so grateful for their partnership. I'll give you the line. Gruber Law Offices, one call, that's all. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices, one call, that's all sports desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Quarterback uncertainty in Green Bay continues following multiple meetings with the New York Jets. Packers four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers reportedly remains undecided about his playing future. Somehow, someway, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to come to a decision. But it is his decision. I think that's been one of the more important themes here is that regardless of what the Packers want, what the Jets want, what the Raiders want, this is all about what does Aaron Rodgers want. And my understanding is his wishes is something that the Packers will listen to. If he has fruitful conversations with the Jets, if he likes it there, if he decides that is where he wants to finish his career, the Packers will accommodate him and go forward and start the process of working on a trade. If he tells the Packers... Jets were nice. Robert Sala is a very nice person. I like Joe Douglas, but I want to head back to the Packers. They will welcome him back if it's retirement, which is certainly an option still, and everyone will move on that way. This is all about what does Aaron Rodgers want? He's beginning to learn that this week.
NFL Network's Ian Rappaport there on the latest surrounding the situation in Green Bay. More certainly to follow in the coming week or so as the NFL New League year begins on March 15th. Over to College Hoops, where it was a must-win game for Wisconsin in the first round of the Big Ten tourney, and it was a game they found themselves down by as much as 27 points in the first half. They continued to battle back. Spinning inside, wall. Tyler Wall would do all he could and do the best he could, but it wouldn't be enough, leading the team with 19 points. It was too little, too late for Wisconsin as they fall to Ohio State by a final score of 65-57 to to end their tournament hopes and possibly their season. Head coach Greg Gart on what went wrong for his squad. For us, disappointing start the first half. Thought they were way more aggressive than we were. They put us on our heels in a lot of situations. They got very comfortable with what they were doing offensively. By the time we had rallied and, and played you know, with more aggressiveness, more physicality in the second half, obviously we had ourselves dug into way too deep of a hole. So a good lesson for us in terms of the tale of two halves, but the, I thought the, de- the difference was the aggressiveness and the physicality they played with in the first half that we did not match, and second half we finally started to, to do some things how we have done them for part of the year. Wisconsin now will sit in wait to see if they make the college basketball tournament as the announcement of dates, games, and seedings are this upcoming Sunday. And let's stay right in college hoops with some good news in Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin, that is. Some hardware coming home for Marquette as the league announced Wednesday head coach Shaka Smart has been named Big East Head Coach of the Year and Tyler Kolick named Big East Player of the Year. This college basketball tournament update is presented by Outdoor Living Unlimited. And finally, to the hardware, hardwood, that is, where the Milwaukee Bucks look to keep their two-game lead as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference as they get set to host Brooklyn tonight over at Pfizer Forum. Catch full coverage on WTMJ beginning at 6.30. So what's this now about American Family Field? Some pushback on the funding plan. We'll dive into that next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Six twenty-three on Wisconsin's Morning News. A couple of stories to bring you on the American Family Field funding front. You know, earlier this year, uh, the Brewers and the Governor's Office announced a plan to send about two hundred ninety million dollars to the Southeast Wisconsin Professional Baseball District. They're basically the landlord for American Family Field. The Brewers making the case that part of their agreement with the taxpayers is upkeep of American Family Field, where they basically rent the facility. Contractually obligated yes. to do it. So they say they need uh, this chunk of money in order to stay long term here in Milwaukee. The governor deciding in the state budget, okay, we'll we'll just write you a check for two hundred ninety million, and that'll be that. And there's pushback on that plan. Yes, as of now, how does that plan look? <coughs> yeah, it doesn't look like it's very good at the moment. <laughs> that Assembly, doesn't sound good. <laughs> Assembly <laughs> Speaker get that looked at. Robin Voss uh, telling reporters yesterday, no, no, that this isn't going to work. So he's suggesting that perhaps the Brewers had to put in a little bit more or commit to longer time frame, perhaps longer than 2040. But they're going to have to work something out. And that's part of the reason why this coalition is now being put together. This is a... A group of business leaders from the area, the Home Crew Coalition. So it's basically some movers and shakers trying to promote this idea of why we should be funding the maintenance there. I wanted to put together a coalition, put together some people that have a lot of influence. This is just the start of the coalition. We're going to grow it with other people and members. Um, And uh, we're just here really to advocate 
and and really here to be to support and figure out a way that we can keep the brewers here for the, for generations to come. So that is Omar Sheikh. He's the restauranteur, of course. Yeah, he, he's part of the Third Street Market. He's invested into that and created this space that we are currently in in the Avenue. So he's the chair of this coalition. Uh, he's got some movers and shakers, including Mike Greeby, a local philanthropist, a former Republican Party chair here in the state of Wisconsin, and others. Tracy Johnson. Uh, you hear her on WTMJ quite a bit. She's also part of this group. So they are going to start doing the, getting to the street there, shaking the hands and starting to raise support for some type of funding for MFAM field maintenance. So how are you going to do that? Tim Sheehy, also on Wisconsin's Afternoon News, was asked just that. How do you get the representatives up north into the west? Yeah, right. Outstate. Yeah. Out-of-state districts continue to say... I, I don't know why we should pay for this. How do you respond to that? Um, you know, it's a fair comment. Again, they're they're a long way from Miller Park, but it is a statewide asset. And as we've talked about this before, half the attendance comes from outside Metro Milwaukee. So people are utilizing it. It does have a benefit, and it helps make Wisconsin and Milwaukee more attractive, which drives more revenue to the to all parts of the state. So I get the impression that something is going to happen. Something is going to get done, and whether or not it's a little bit of a tweak so both sides can claim victory or what, uh, I talked to Tracy Johnson about that, and she's very confident that they'll figure this out. This is not going to be an easy solution. Um, you know, we've been working on this for a number of months. I mean, we knew that that this was going to be a concern, and I think um, it's going to take a complicated solution, and it's going to take all hands on deck. and. I think everybody in this region and in the state understand how important the Milwaukee Brewers are to this community and to this state. And, um, you know, we just want to make sure that this comes together and that we keep the brewers here. Yeah, so that's the plan, and they intend on making it happen. It's just about getting creative and, like I said, having both sides feel good about I, it. I agree with you on that point. Even Speaker Voss has expressed support for getting something done, but the last thing he was going to do is do whatever agreement Governor Evers came up with <laughs> no, on his own. Not. Right? Oh, that sounds good to us. <laughs> Knew that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> on Wisconsin's Morning News. Yeah, Chopper Shot from 12 is back up here. So it looks like they got it fixed. This is one of those, you drive 43 northbound north of the city of Milwaukee. You know, that's been under construction, north and southbound, for since forever. Ever. (laughs) Since the beginning of the highway. And it doesn't look like like they're done tomorrow either. Like there's a lot, a lot left to go. So in some of these construction zones, they bring in those temporary, I keep... Those big concrete barriers, but... It's like a median wall that's yeah. more of a, a movable median wall. And when they rebuild wall. it, then it's one solid piece, sort of, yeah. right? But for these temporary things, for construction zones, they bring them in piece by piece. And it looked like there was this accident on northbound 43. And then one of the cars like got into that wall a little bit and shoved it out of place. And so he just had a Milwaukee County Sheriff's deputy in one of those big sort of fluorescent yellow trucks mm-hmm. with the big... Uh, gr- Big grill on the front, you know, the bars. Just Just shoving it it. back in place. (laughs) (laughs) Too far. (laughs) It's good assignment today. So now we're good. Now we're good. So it looks like it's back in place. What did you do today? today? That's right. Drove my truck into a wall to push it a little bit. What did you do to serve your fellow citizens today? I got the traffic back up and running. I shoved a wall around with my my Ford. (laughs) 
Actually, I don't know. Are those Fords they got? F-150s or those the big Chevys? That's a, that's a good question. I'm not sure what they have now. If they have something new. But that one's all duded up. You know, it looks great. Got, looks yeah. great, yeah. It's got all the, the bars in the front and whatever. You think he gets hassle for having it scratched up, though, when he comes back? <laughs> yeah. hey, what the hell happened here? Hey, Bob. I, w- I was literally shoving the wall back in place. <laughs> I saved people today. 6.45 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Brandon Snide has sports up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Wisconsin Badgers needed a deep run into their Big Ten tournament in hopes of making the big dance, and, well, instead they lose in the first round to Ohio State by a final score of 65-57. to Tyler Wall led the way for the Badgers with 19 points, and Connor Asijan added 11. After failing to win back-to-back games since January 3rd, the Badgers finished their season with a 17-14 and record. Over to the Diamond, where baseball is starting to heat up as the Milwaukee Brewers drop their spring training game to the Chicago White Sox by a final score of 5-2. Corbin Burns made the start, allowing two runs over three innings of work. Next up for the Brewers is a 2:05 first pitch today against the San Francisco Giants. And finally to the NBA, where the best team in the Milwaukee Bucks look to keep their two-game lead in the number one seed in the East as they get set to host Brooklyn tonight at Pfizer Forum. Catch full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 6.30. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. I want to take Packers fans on a little memory jog here. Uh, January 3rd, let's go back to January 3rd, 2023, roughly three months ago. It was a sad, depressing, and cold finish to the Green Bay Packers season as they lost in the finale against the Detroit Lions in Lambeau Field. With a win in that game in Week 17, it would have meant playoffs. Instead, the loss meant another offseason laced with more questions than answers. Let's fast forward to today. The Green Bay Packers look, as all accounts are trending, to have a new starting quarterback in 2023 and have made it crystal clear this offseason. Jordan Love is ready, and Jordan Love is who they want leading their organization going forward. Look, I don't really think this needs to be overcomplicated here. If you don't think the Packers front office and coaches trust Jordan Love, sit back and ask yourself this. Why would they allow, they allowed Aaron Rodgers to sit down multiple times, I may add, with another team and talk to them about possibly leaving Green Bay? Why would Brian Gutenkunst at the NFL Combine not confirm that he wanted Rodgers back like he has so many times in the past. The answer to those questions, well, it's right in front of you. Jordan Love has sat for three years, and his time is now. Whether it goes great or it ends up bad, he's ready, and you may not like it or you may not agree with it, but he has earned his opportunity. He was drafted in the first round in 2020. He has watched a number of his peers get their playing shot while he held a clipboard on the sidelines. He's just worked and worked, and kept his head down doing so. Have you heard any drama from Jordan Love? No, you have not. There shouldn't have to be said, but I'm going to add it uh, to say this anyway. He won't be Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love will not be Aaron Rodgers, just like Aaron Rodgers wasn't Brett Favre. He'll be Jordan, and the season of love is right around the corner. Embrace it. This morning, more calls to ban TikTok, not just on government devices, but perhaps for everyone.
That's the iconic TikTok song to me. Must have popped up more than once in your social media feed. Some silly incidents put to the Oh No soundtrack. <laughs> Much of what is on this app that captivates our kids and plenty of adults as well, if we're being honest, is fairly benign. But there is pending legislation in Washington that would give the government the authority to outright ban the social media app owned by a Chinese company called ByteDance. ABC News crime and terrorism analyst Brad Garrett is with us from Washington this morning. No, Brad, this started as a political right issue with Republicans, at least here in our state, urging the removal of the app from government devices. But something changed in the last couple of months. I don't know if it was awareness or new information, but Democrats on board now as well. Our own Democratic senator from Wisconsin, Tammy Baldwin, one of the co-sponsors of the legislation. What changed so quickly? I I think you've hit it that of awareness of what the connection of ByteDance to China, which ByteDance is a Chinese-based company. And so the concern, obviously, is that because the Chinese in their law require companies like social media companies to make their data available to the government if the government asks for it. So that's the big red flag. It's always been there. A lot of us that study this stuff have known that. But it's really caught fire. And I totally get that. Uh, You know, the reality is, sure, you can ban TikTok, I suppose. It looks like you're going to have to get you're going to have to give the president authority to, like, ban it across the country. Clearly, there are states that have already banned it. The military, our military has banned it. But, um, you know, the question is, TikTok's not the only game in town. I mean, it is huge. A hundred million plus, 30 percent of those are under 14 um, there is a positive component, but there's certainly a big neg- negative component. But as you well know, you can just move on to Tumblr or some other place and do the same thing you're doing on TikTok. Um, so I'm, I'm not opposed to them banning it. It's just you got to accept the reality. There are plenty of alternatives to TikTok. What information are they getting from me, Brad, if I spend an hour a day on that app? Which you well, do. You I should suppose. see the dances Eric does, Brad. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I, we should do. This should be on TV yes. instead of radio, mm-hmm. so I can actually see the reactions. But the, I think they're going to get obviously what are you oriented toward. Now you might say, well, who cares? Unless that's so off the charts provocative, you don't want the rest of the world to know. But my guess is you wouldn't be doing it on TikTok if you thought that. But the point being. They can develop a profile of you. Now, what personal information you give TikTok, um, you know, that's a more of a personal identifier standpoint, I suppose, if that's in there, they could get access to that. I, I think for the everyday user, you know, and there's a bunch of downsides we don't have time to talk about, about this type of social media platform, sure. what it does to kids. But the the point being is that uh, they can just pick up profiles of people. And, and many would argue, well, okay, well, they do that on Tumblr, that that Apple does that, that other, you know, Facebook. other legitimate, they, they do it all the time. And so that's sort of a, you know, if you ban, as I mentioned earlier, they'll just move on, um, is the kind of information that you and I have just generally talked about. Uh, the end of the world, no. Um, and so from that point, could you say it's perhaps overblown? Yeah, from the standpoint of should people in the military that have access to classified information or work for 
the Department of Justice or whomever, absolutely they shouldn't be on TikTok um, just because of who they are and what they have access to. But the rest of us, I mean, you know, I don't know from a standpoint of what could China really do with it. Brad Garrett is the ABC News crime and terror analyst. Brad, appreciate your perspective this morning. I'm going to look you up on TikTok. Okay, great. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck finding me. Okay. Take care. Here are the Milwaukee Business Journal headlines with the Milwaukee Business Journal's Rich Kirchin.